What's up, sister girls, and welcome to another episode of the Bougie Black Girls Podcast with your favorite host, Nikki G. Yep, that's me. Go ahead, sit back, relax, and get ready for the show. All right, y'all, so today we have Jay Renee in the building. Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> that's it? That's all you want to say for All right, so today's topic is entrepreneurship. And the reason I chose this topic is because I feel like we are both in that journey, on that journey, and um, I thought it'd be a fun little topic for us to talk about just because, I mean, we all know how difficult it can be to start your own business, Mm -hmm. or we all know or have an idea of how difficult that can be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the fact that we both happen to be in that moment of Mm -hmm. building our businesses, Mm -hmm. I first felt was very ironic, secondly felt was like we're connected in a way because yes we both had these dreams that we want to start these businesses do these things and it just so happened that we really put our all into it right at the same time period I am very proud of both of us yes. happy for both of us absolutely excited for both of us exactly and I would love to share that with our listeners so perfect yeah so get right into it what is your business, Jay Renee? So, Jay Renee, Renee Rose, Off the Market, LLC. I am a brand branding consultant, marketing consultant. I uh, work with various other small businesses and companies to ensure that they have quality marketing uh, collateral and materials to take their business to the next level. So, basically, you can help me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Someone like me that's trying to be in the forefront, exactly. you would help them get to the forefront. Exactly. Beautiful. Bellissima. Anyway. Yes. Um, so I've known you for years, as you know, as everyone knows. Um, and this has always been your talent. So mm-hmm. when it came out, when you talked about wanting to do this, mm-hmm. I was extremely excited. Yes. Mostly because this is some shit that you were like bomb at. Right. And to take it a step further, I didn't believe in myself. So I would say, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Like, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I never took the step. And um, I do believe in manifestations and people coming into your space at the right time and at the right moment. I believe that you, with your entrepreneurial spirit and living with you, that I was able to say, okay, well, I have a friend who has a a hope and a prayer, a wish and a prayer every month. You know, we're both working hard. We're both trying to make ends meet. We both have bills, but I still saw you buying equipment to fulfill your dream. I told you before, I said, literally everything that you say out loud, you've done. You say, I want to do something, and then in the next month or so, you've done it. So having that spirit of somebody who's like, I'm going to do it, Mm -hmm. no matter if it fails, you know, I've tried it, it failed, I'm going to try again. Oh, I tried it, it was successful this time, I'll tweak it, it's going to be a better package. So starting with you, obviously, and then working with people in my company who would be like, oh, girl... You're bigger than this. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I had I had to have one of my um, clients at my company say, you're bigger than this. Wow. She was like, you need to know your worth. Do you know why people are happy to see you today? I was lost in the sauce. You know, I was pretty drunk. So it was a, <laughs> let me preface this by saying it was a drunk conversation. That's fine. <laughs> the drunk conversations are the best ones. We were drunk. Okay. <laughs> and she was like, she's like, you're better than this. And I cried. And I told her, like, the support was in there. She was like... If nobody loves you, I love you, girlfriend. If nobody tells you that they're proud of you, I'm proud of you. Period. You are worth way more than that. Period. And then a couple weeks ago, just to give that timeline and full circle it, um, we got a new person that worked in our company, and she was just like, hey, girl, 
Um, you are the go-to for everybody. Literally every time we need help, we say, go get Julia, go get Julia. Julia, no, Julia will help. I mean, just my name ringing out. Right. Because people understand my reliability and my characteristics of a person that wants to help. Right. So she was just like, you're bigger than this. And I believe that manifestation propelled me into working towards 2020 vision of being, um, the word I used was intentional. Yeah. So what that meant basically, and kind of to sum it up and circle back, is that you know I went to marketing events. I touched hands with people that are in small businesses that had the you know funds to hire me on. Mm-hmm. And just a couple of days ago, I got my first client. Not word of mouth, not somebody who knows me, not, oh, I heard you do this on the side, da-da-da-da-da, like, can you do this one logo for me? I have somebody who's calling me saying, hey, we loved your idea. We're actually going to implement that for our new business. Give me more of your ideas. We will pay you anything. So that right there is... No, that was the key word. We will pay you anything. Yes. That's the key. See, I'm working to get to that point where... My business makes money, my business, Mm -hmm. and and as you know, my businesses that I'm planning on working for are not finance-based business, it's not Mm -hmm. about making a dollar, it's Mm -hmm. just about getting a word out, Mm -hmm. or, you know, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm working to that point where someone's willing to invest in me, Mm -hmm. not so much um, pay me to do a service, Mm -hmm. but just invest something Mm -hmm. in me, and um, I think that it's a beautiful journey, I'm Mm -hmm. not even going to lie, like, yeah, and, it, and it, it tickles me that you even said, like, that I had a part to play in your inspiration. That's beautiful mm-hmm. to me because I beat myself up, exactly. like, all the time. Like, I'm like, man, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. I could be. Exactly. But um, I think that it's just putting it all into focus and just trying to get to a specific spot that pushes me. And like I said, trying to find that person that's willing to invest in in me that I think is what held me back all this time. Right. Um, but just like you say that I'm your inspiration, you've been mine and not because, um, of you in a personal business or anything like that. But I just, I've seen you progress in a financial way, in a business way that had nothing to do with your dreams. Yes. I mean, well, yes, they have something to do with your dreams because they're in line with your dreams. And, and that was the point I'm trying to get to. I put a lot of energy into another person's dream. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you and living with you changed me in that way where I'm saying you, yes, work for another company, but this company will excel you to a right. better position for what you want to do. Right. Um, I thought that was beautiful. I <laughs> think about that all the time now. Like, I'm like, what can I be doing right. to make me a certain amount of money right to fund this business right but that also gives me the right amount of exposure exactly so just to touch on that too so I know that my company is not my long game that's not the end game that's not my finishing line I knew that this was my starting point and yeah for the first three months when the money was coming in I was like oh my god this is great like I can be there forever like and I lost sight of the goal the goal was to make money so that I can take extra classes for certifications for things that I wanted to do the goal was to move on to the Georgia um, Film Academy Mm -hmm. so that I can get my weight on a set and obviously you know, the more I worked into the organization and the company, I was like, I love marketing. Yeah. I remember when the Super Bowl, I think in 2008, when they had the Doritos commercial where it was, don't touch my Doritos yeah. and don't touch my mama. Yeah. I was like, I want to be in marketing. I want to be in marketing 
for Doritos. Like, I that's who I want to market for. Really? Yes. That was, like, when I was, like, 13 or 14. I was, like, I want to be in marketing. You know, it's funny. I had that same moment, but mine was not for Doritos. It was for Disney. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I'm going to work for them. <laughs> like, I'm making all these commercials. Right. I make because Disney had these, like, taglines that mm-hmm. I thought were just so catchy. Exactly. So relatable. Exactly. And um, with me wanting to be in graphics back then. Yeah. It was, like... That's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going for. Exactly. (laughs) And obviously, at my job now, there's so much flexibility that I literally can say, oh, I want to do this, and I'll do it. I can literally say, I want to do videos now, and I have videos that I've been made. And I realized that all this creativity that I had and all this creative work that I've been putting in, I wasn't posting on social media. I wasn't putting in a portfolio online so that potential employers could see it. I wasn't doing the grunt work that I had set out to do in the beginning. So would you say that those were your struggles with the whole entrepreneurial Right, because when it's safe, it's safe. Do you know? The feeling of security and the feeling of comfort. And I... I'm such a person I don't conform mm-hmm. I'm not a conformist I'm not content I'm not in contention ever I'm never going to be one of those things about oh good enough was good enough I ever. that's my that is my motto yeah good enough is not it's is never, not good is not good enough never good enough exactly and also goddamn I can't lose <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> And I know it sounds like, like such a hubris statement, but every no, time but I look, I'm like, God, they, like I literally I cannot lose. lose. I can't lose. Like people say it out loud now. Yeah. They say it out loud around me, yeah. in front of me, and smile. And I'm like, you can't lose. Like <laughs> keep that in your heart, right? As your affirmation. I'm not one of those people that you know, like you. You're great at putting a note down and that being your 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 evenness, your chakra, your median, yeah. right? Yeah. You used to write the note, the sticky notes on your walls everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I as your reminders sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now what I do is write on my mirrors. Everywhere that there's a mirror, mm-hmm. I will write something like inspirational. Right. Yeah. But yes. Mine was mine is a constant I can't lose. Because mm-hmm. even when I feel like I've been defeated, even when I've made a mistake, even when I have failed at something, yeah, I lost that one. It's the battle, not the war. Exactly. Right. Yeah, okay. I had a minor trip up. Mm-hmm. But I can't lose. Right. I feel that. I can't lose. A long game. Can't lose. I feel that. I feel that. So I, I, I guess I feel like, um, with me personally, my struggles with this whole journey has been exactly very similar. Basically just like self-doubt, just Mm -hmm. getting down on myself and being that I struggle with the depression Mm -hmm. and the anxiety behind all of that, Mm -hmm. that can take me like straight out the game. But something Mm -hmm. that I've learned recently, being that I'm still in the midst of that struggle, is that keeping hope and faith in your businesses Mm -hmm. can literally keep you alive. And so... um. Like, as as you know, now that you're here, mm-hmm. I've been putting every drop, dime, blood, mm-hmm. sweat, and tears into this office, mm-hmm. and it's halfway finished now. Mm-hmm. Not completely finished, which my deadline was by tomorrow, but mm-hmm. that's fine. <laughs> Either way it goes. Y'all, this studio looks amazing. <laughs> you know how people, like, humble brag? Oh, you know, this little thing. It's not a humble it's brag. It's beautiful, y'all. She has it uh, soundproofed. She has her ring light. It's nice. The feng shui is there. Her essence is here. You can tell that she's put her a piece of her spirit in this. So don't I believe the hype. I appreciate that, but... <laughs> don't believe the hype. I it's are... so her. 
I appreciate that. But from the blue walls, even though blue is kind of my color. From the and blue we're walls. not. We're gonna change the walls. We're yeah. changing the wall yeah. color. This is my color. You didn't like the feminine part of me. <laughs> Yeah. I'm Don't very, like oh my that. god, I'm very feminine. Oh my I'm, god. Yeah, I'm not very feminine. I'm very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Minimalistic. I'm very um, androgynous. Like, I'm not really. I would definitely call you country chic. And I like that. I think your leadership skill is definitely more androgynous. I think my leadership is more androgynous. But my personal space is always going Yours to be. Yours is super feminine. feminine. Like, I love the femininity. Yeah, you're I like, like pink, blue. To, I like people to be like, vagina. <laughs> yeah, I want people to walk in and be like, I wonder who lives here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't even tell. I, I but think... it's so chic. <laughs> it's beautiful. So I do have a chic to me, but it's it's feminine all girl. chic. Oh yeah. Girl energy, girl power. Yeah, it's super vagina <laughs> in your space. But you know, I like that. I like that term country chic. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, but this is more of a mix. With being that it's a shared office, this is definitely more of a mix of mine and AJ's mm-hmm. ideas. And um, actually, it's coming together way better than I anticipated. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I thought it was gonna look. If I just followed his lead, I was like, "This shit." It's gonna look like a studio, <laughs> like a like a studio studio, <laughs> like a trap house studio. I know, I know. <laughs> Off Moreland, like no. <laughs> So, but anyway, um, it's just half done, but regardless, I I love the process of yeah. doing it, and it's keeping me focused on something. So, even on the days where I'm like, I have no energy, I don't want to mm-hmm. do anything, I still will put my last dime, my last, my last breath, everything into mm-hmm. making sure this becomes exactly what me and him envisioned it to be. So, there is more to come in here, right. and um, more to come with my company. Yeah. And I'm just really excited about all of it. But circling back to the overall topic yes. here, um, I wanted to ask you, what are your feelings about entrepreneurship as a blanket? And also, do you feel that it is for everyone? Because there are people out here that feel that everyone should be an entrepreneur. Everyone should start their own business. Everyone needs to be a part of this. Right. Right. This money-making right. theme here. So even though we're in the United States and it's a, a capitalistic country where the dollar, you can literally start up a business for $100, mm-hmm. get the LLC, get the legal rights to it, and be on your way, everybody doesn't have an entrepreneurial spirit. That's just life. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't have that wherewithal, that hustle. Right. I know people that work in a warehouse for 30 years and are happy. Their life is content. I worked at FedEx before I got into my career. Right. And they were miserable. Yeah. But when you would ask them, why don't you leave? Oh, you know, my health care, oh, my kids, oh, this, oh, that, oh, this. And granted, those are leveraging tools. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm that miserable at a job, and I, I guess that's our generation too. Yeah. I don't want to be miserable. Ever. The minute I feel angry... I'm ready to go. Coming into work, it's time for me to leave. Yeah. But a lot of people, you know, 80s, 90s growing up, that was the mentality. You get somewhere, you stay somewhere, you <laughs> retire off of that 30-year pension with that Social Security and that Girl. 401k, maybe profit sharing. Um, the people at FedEx, I know, for example, they got two retirement plans, of, you know, the Social Security, da 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 whatever. Nice. And they do match, you know. Also. Yeah. Let me go mostly on the fact. If that was exactly if that was if that was my goal, right? Great. Even when I left FedEx, I had like seven thousand dollars in my four hundred one k. Yeah. 
the the imperative word being had. So, because they ask you what you want to do with the money once you go. You're like, give me that. <laughs> yeah. Get your motherfucking hands me off too. my First of all, get your hands off my I'm still with my company exactly. and I'm like, can I borrow some of this? Yeah. You got $5. You know what I'm saying? But I just need a smooth $5,000. That's it. And that's the, that's literally the only thing I miss about working at FedEx is the, is the match. The stability yes. of it all. Yeah. Yes. But I'll make it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone that loves that security, there's nothing wrong with that. We need workers. Just like we need leaders, we need workers. It's like if the, everybody was a leader. The chief <laughs> to Indian. Right. Right. We gotcha. don't need, everybody doesn't need to be a leader. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have the capacity to be a leader. Right. Leadership is way more than managing day-to-day operations. Leadership is, is being able to inspire your employees, mm. inspire people who work under you. A word. Finding those talents that believe in your vision. Mm-hmm. And, and actually being able to pour into people older than you, younger than you. Doesn't matter. Your age. Mm-hmm. They follow you because they follow your dream, your right. vision. Right. Not just because it's 2020, because it's 2025, and they believe in that business. Right. That's the truth. I feel like um, that's a fear of mine. Like, do I have that? Do I have that, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Zill, I guess. To, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't think that's So, word. like, that's not the word. <laughs> But you get my point. Oh, so, like, to inspire somebody else to believe in what exactly. I have, that's something that... But also, I feel like any entrepreneur, any business owner mm-hmm. has that little bit of fear of, like... Who doesn't? Right. Because failure is such a sad and dark abysmal. But especially for this field, mm-hmm. like, starting your own business, mm-hmm. everyone's expecting you to fail. The majority... The statistics expect you to fail. So, with... The statistics are not in your favor exactly. when you're a first-time business owner. Girl. So, all of that is what instills a lot of fear in me, and, I, and I'm trying to get mm-hmm. over it because of the fact that fear gets you nowhere. So, what are you afraid of? Failure. Honestly. And, and by failure, yeah. I mean the, the, the amount of investment that I make into something and then for it to not go anywhere. And mm-hmm. I think mostly it's not the process of starting mm-hmm. a business. It's the fear of myself mm-hmm. not being able to complete right. the task I put in front of me. So when you were saying like, oh, everything you say you're going to do, you do it. Mm-hmm. There is an end game to everything exactly. that I say. And yeah, I do the steps, um, but I always have this fear in the on the inside that like I won't be able to get to the end game. Right. And to to piggyback off of that, everybody knows somebody that does marketing. Everybody knows somebody that does um what is it? lashes. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody that's selling something right. that you want to sell. So right. when you're when you want to be an entrepreneur, it is hard because you know, oh I know such and such. She, she's doing that. So you always think of what sets me apart, what sets me apart. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest myths in business. Who cares? <laughs> right. There are different phone types. Right. And they're all still around. They're right. different um, billers. Mm-hmm. You know? They're different apartment complexes. There's different restaurants. Yeah, open your restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might fail. So regardless of what you think exactly. is your standout point, there's something about that that exactly. someone's going to like compared to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. And like I like I heard from somebody, they said there's 7 billion people in the world. All you need is 500. That's true. Don't Oh, don't start your YouTube. Everybody has a YouTube channel. Yeah. Wait. I can watch many YouTube channels. Yeah. I can be a viewer of many people. Right. 
I can give many people my attention. I can give many people my money. Right. I do it now. <laughs> I do it now. Already. Just with bills. <laughs> Take all my money. Right. You know? I get that. Exactly. But, but that's really interesting. That leads me to a question that I was going to ask you. How do you feel about something I like to call, um, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but like <laughs> ratchet entrepreneurship. So by that, I mean the things that everybody seems to be doing right now. Um, as far as like hair uh, hairlines, yeah. um, you know, like weave wigs, whatever, yeah. lashes, lash techs, yeah. um, things of, of that nature, Instagram models, all of that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on... Well, I'm in brand structuring, so please open your business up so um, you can give me a call and I can help you propel your business to the next level. <laughs> a lot of people, believe it or not, and I'm glad you asked me to be here because a lot of people don't believe, they think, oh, you know, okay. Let me just start off by saying there's a whole bunch of books that said five steps to this, ten steps to that. Da, right. da, da, da. There is no clear roadmap. A lot of them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's no clear roadmap to successful business, successful businesses. There's no clear roadmap to success. Mm-hmm. And your success is different than the other person's success. So open up your ratchet entrepreneurship. If you want to sell Maven here, joy.mavenhere.com. Remember that way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sell it. Right. There's there's a young lady out right now. She made her millions literally by just making her website and knowing how to brand herself. Right. A lot of people don't have that wherewithal. And I tell people all the time, especially my clients, the reason why you hire me on is because you can focus on the day-to-day. You can focus on that. You can focus on getting your clients. You can focus on your clientele. And I build your brands up. I build your social media up. I build your website up. I make sure everything's consistent. Right. I make sure that you are consistent. Right. I make sure you... I set you apart. I'm, I look for those advertisements. I look for those billboards. I look for that for you. Yeah, so you don't have to stress. So you're paying me to do that. Right. You don't have to worry about how people are going to know your name. I'm going to make sure people know your name. Right. Beautiful. I think that, honestly, you're... <laughs> your your intro to entrepreneurship, the, your business that you're trying to run is beyond needed because right. nobody wants to be. I was literally talking to um, my play sister Nia. You know her. Um, I think you know her. But um, anyway, I was literally just hey, talking to her, and I was like, "What's up, Nia?" Um, and I was like, "She." Was, I was like, "How do you do your mm-hmm. uh, delivery?" So when you package everything like mm-hmm. I don't I don't really want to have my hands on shipping mm-hmm. all that out or worrying about like mm-hmm. I don't worry I don't want to worry about any of that mm-hmm. I just want to worry about mm-hmm. branding myself telling people about me right. you know what I'm saying letting people know that I'm about to start this right. thing or vice versa right period is I don't want to do both right and she's like well that's the joy of it and blah 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 and I was like yeah no nah. right so I don't feel that joy yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's where you, but that's where you come in exactly. So I'm the person that helps you with that. Mm-hmm. You don't have like people think that. So I was talking to this young lady. Actually, the people that are actually about to come on with me, um, in the next couple weeks, I basically told them that you know you're not supposed to worry about marketing yourself. You're not supposed to worry about posting. You're not supposed to worry about how people are going to get your name out. I can do that for you, no problem. Mm-hmm. No problem. You need to worry about how you're going to get clients to invest in your business. That You're the face of it. You're the CEO. Right. You get your investors. You make sure people know. You know, I gave them an example of how they could market themselves. They loved it. They were like, okay, girl, we need you. Because we didn't think of that. Right. Any of that. Any of that. Right. Exactly. And that's not to boast on myself or be a braggart. That's just to say, 
when you have somebody, when you're paying somebody to get that load off of you, how am I going to get that content out? How am I going to get these videos out? And I'm the one-stop shop that can show you how to manage your website, how to build your website, and also how to read code. You don't, you don't have to worry about that. You, <laughs> you don't have to worry Thank about that. You. No, but like, but it's weird because like, of course, everyone wants to because you're trying to cut costs. Mm-hmm. So everybody mm-hmm. wants to learn how to do all that stuff to try to save as much money as possible. Right. But I think that the the delivery that you first of all for everyone that doesn't know, Renee has helped me so many ways along this road with my logos with marketing tools with uh what what else did you do you did some um I help with the help with the mics you <laughs> <laughs> did help with the mics but no you did help with you made me a um ad or yeah you made oh, ads yeah. for I made a me post for you yeah yeah so um there there are many ways that you've been able to help me so far so me personally right. I can say how helpful that has been and just as a friend and being able to come to you right. for advice and I I can't see myself have being able to gotten this far right. without your help. So I really, I think that ideally what you do is extremely important. Right. And it's something that goes unseen. Right. Most people just look at the company. Exactly. And they think, how did that person get there? Yeah. There's a marketing agency that built that sale force mm-hmm. for you, that built that that platform for you, that built that name for you and that reputation for you to make sure that you're okay. And another thing that I think people miss out on is that African-American, just the plug on being black. Let's be real, bougie black girls here, we only work with African-Americans. Exactly. So one of the companies I'm working for, they want to shine light on that. And I think that, oh, shameless plug, what up? They want to work on that. They want to work on bringing that ingenuity in. And I had another business idea today. I was like, I need to build this business to where we have more representation. Yeah. Period. Period. And one of the other things, shameless plug again on me. One of the things that I offer is that I only have a max number of clients. So you can really every give year. A, so, a certain amount yes, of Yes, you're focus. not just a number. You're not just a name. You're not just giving me your money so I can just post, post, post. I get... me. Where do I sign to be? <laughs> <laughs> because now that I know there's a cap. Yeah, there's I a cap. I didn't know there was a cap. So now not... that I know there's a cap, right. I need to sign on some dotted lines. So 2020, my cap is 15. Okay. I have... Four already. Okay, so five. <laughs> I have five already. So I have ten spots open left mm-hmm. that I will accept for social media, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. The monthly rate is eight hundred dollars a month, which is cheaper than most marketing agencies. Much cheaper, yeah. honestly. They're way cheaper. Way than in thousands. And you get video marketing, you get that content marketing, and you also get that consultation. Okay. And that's beautiful. But I only cap, I cap at a certain number just because it's, a, I'm, I'm giving you customer service. Right. I'm going to take you out to eat. I'm going to call you and say, hey, how's the sales going? What do you think? What was, what was more profitable? Was right. word of mouth more profitable? Guess what? Word of mouth is a type of marketing. It is. Yeah. Not just you saying, oh, I run a company. No. No. Word yeah. of mouth is deeper than that. Yeah. I can make, have a it's baby by me, baby. basically what this is. Exactly. And, and I think that's why my podcast has been so near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. because it is a mass word of mouth. Exactly. So people are able, I bring people on here that, first of all, like I said, almost everybody I've interviewed has been black mm-hmm. and that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I bring people on here that have their own businesses, their own mm-hmm. journeys that they're on and they get to broadcast themselves. Mm-hmm to a mass audience. Exactly. Um, and I'm hoping these numbers keep growing. Mm-hmm. And eventually, this is a way to 
poster board right. are people. Exactly. And to make us more reachable. Exactly. Because I feel like um, in a lot of industries, all these other races have just straight taken over. Right. And we need our own, like, platform. You know what I'm saying? So and make no mistake, our people are so creative. Oh, my we God. It's insane. So creative. We are, we're so, our brains, we just work differently. Right. We're so creative. People pick off of our culture. Exactly. And it's because we don't, we don't. <laughs> they pick up our culture. Period. It's because we don't take the time to, ah, this is actually something else I was going to exactly. ask you about. We don't take the time to um, invest in ourselves in a way where someone can't right. take from us. Um, yes. We make these taglines, they go live, they, they, what exactly. are they called? Um. I keep saying going live. That's not the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. They go viral mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram and YouTube mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And then somebody can just take it, mm-hmm. tagline it for them. And they make their own business like that. Because they Out know of what dropship is. They know what... They you know, know. Right. And that... Like I was talking to a young lady. I was like, do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Yeah. I, I don't know. They're paying for know. domain space. They're paying exactly. for trademarking. I said, what's your name? I said, what is your brand name? I said, buy all the, all the names. Every all the domain one you can think of. Just go ahead and purchase Even misspelled them. ones. Buy them all. Yeah. Buy them all. Because they're probably like $5. Mm-hmm. Buy them all. I bought your my... Pro- your my... profit loss is $100 for 20 domain names? Come on. I think that I paid for... I paid for two donate Blah, blah, blah. Domain names mm-hmm. so far. Um, and that's just like what I could think of. But I didn't even think of the misspelling. Yeah. Like that's... Because so many people... I think there's actually a, um, <laughs> a domain name that is... Based off of misspelling YouTube. Mm-hmm. So every time you type in YouTube or something mm-hmm. like that, they get paid. Yeah. And they just put an ad on there. Yeah. Boom, they're getting paid. And exactly. it's like, exactly. the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> so that's the, but see, that's the stuff that I wouldn't think about. Yeah. Um, but even going as far as buying my domain name mm-hmm. and trademarking my name. Exactly. And, and those things. Most people don't do. They don't do, and let's not let's not get it confused. You, especially when you, because once you, uh, once you trademark it, you now have a business, and once you have a business, you're now paying taxes on that business, yeah. regardless if you made a profit or you made or not. a loss. Yeah, you still haven't paid taxes. So if you're um, an entrepreneur that's doing hair, or if you're an entrepreneur that's giving a service out, like the five dollar plates, and oh, I'm doing a special on chocolate covered strawberries for Valentine's Day, definitely hold off on those LLCs and those other business trademarks until you've established a clientele that could give you solid Some income. Sort of profit, yeah, exactly. Because it's easier to start a business that is not making a profit, right? And that's something that I've learned being that my podcast does not technically make a profit, right? Um. I have not had to pay a large amount of taxes. Right. Uh, but I do have to pay taxes, just not a large right. amount of taxes. Um, so now so, that Bougie Black Girls has a lash uh, yeah. uh, portion. Uh, mm-hmm. So you've branched out, sister company. Right. It's going, the taxes are going to increase the more, especially the more that I make. Because you're now in a service. Right. Okay. Which I was so when before. you're a creative, whether you make a profit or a loss, you can still hold a nine to five. Whereas if you're doing hair, you're selling hair, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. your time becomes limited mm-hmm. because FedEx is only open till about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you get off work at six. Now you're rushing to do all the orders and ship all these orders and <laughs> make sure everything is together. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a service industry versus when you're in a um, creative space like you are, creative space. Where you have the podcast, and now you're branching off into the service industry, you start, you have to pay a little bit more. 
So if you're paying, if you if you just want to hold off on the yeah. business part of it, yeah, which people don't tell you about, because if you don't hit a certain threshold with your business, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. That's with anything. If you only make twelve thousand dollars a year, you're not paying taxes on that twelve thousand dollars a year. Exactly. Because you're under the poverty line. So if your business around to make more exactly, than that though. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you make a little bit more than about you know twenty thousand dollars a year on your business, you've had what is considered a profitable business, especially if you started out with zero dollars. Mm-hmm. So then that's when I would suggest going into that LLC, getting that you know that type of business structure put up. Right. And that's why you need me because I let you know when to spend your money. <laughs> Period. Off, <laughs> off the market LLC. <laughs> Brand structuring. No, for real, for real, it's very important to have somebody that knows all of that stuff mm-hmm. because. Like you said, as a creative, I'm a creative. And so my mind is not on that. Right. It's not on that at all. It's just on the creative stance of the entire business. Just how do I keep it fun? How do I keep it juicy? How do I get people interested? Blah, blah, blah. It's nothing to do with the legal matters. And because of that, a lot of businesses, especially in our community, fail. Right. And that is... A lot of our businesses also fail because we don't know how to manage money. Girl! <laughs> Let's talk about it. I wasn't going to say it. We, we don't know how to manage money. <laughs> and this is something that I've learned just working with coworkers that are other races. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to manage money. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. I'm learning how to budget. I have right. a savings account now that's strong, you hey, know? high five. High five. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but... To be honest with you, the savings could be a lot larger. Yeah. In part due to the fact that even after this, I'm going to go out and eat. You see what I'm saying? Because I don't got a whole lot of money, but I'm hungry. hungry. I'll pay for your food. Oh, stop. Yeah, I'll pay for your food. (laughs) Off the market LLC. (laughs) (laughs) BT dubs, if you ever have a dinner meeting with a friend and you own a home-based business, just make it a real meeting. Right. And then, boom, you can write it off your taxes. Exactly. I don't know much. that's why... I'll, I'll call you up and say, hey, I haven't heard. Following up, especially if you're an entrepreneur, how do you get those clients? Yeah. That's one of the questions. Yeah. How do you get those clients? And if, Because I know we're about to wrap it up. If I can impart on anything on any of you that's watching this and, and listening, one thing that you can always do and always count on is who you are mm-hmm. and the story you tell. That's what people gravitate toward. That's the difference between a good leader and a manager. Period. Your story. Period. If you are putting on a facade that everything's together, people don't necessarily want to follow you. And people don't buy into anything that's Mm-mm. fake. If you are being genuine and you're telling your true story, mm-hmm. your struggles and all, people buy into that. They mm-hmm. want to see somebody that started where they started mm-hmm. and how they got there. I know mm-hmm. that's what I look up when I YouTube search mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. I'm mm-hmm. looking for somebody that started from zero. Exactly. Because I started from zero. So how do we exactly. how do we build? Exactly. And, and I figure feel like, out if I could I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. No, 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 go ahead. And definitely figure out who is investing in your story. Oh. And if I could one my one free advice for my thirty five minute conversation, <laughs> figure out who in whatever brand you're in is investing in that brand. It could be a partnership. If you're not for it, whatever, look it up. Mm-hmm. It could be just an investment. Yeah. With five percent profit. Which Give is, me five percent profit. Which is not a lot, but also 
It is a lot for the the investor. It's not. It's not. It's a it's a risk for the investor. Yeah. So I mean, if you're doing lashes and stuff like that, and if you're doing hair, you don't need an investor. But if you're doing something bigger, like a clothing line, yeah, like something that you want to reach an audience, yeah, think about an investor that will put. in your pocket so that you don't have to get a business loan out. That's what I'm saying. It's not a lot. Yeah. But it is in a way. It's like for the person investing in it at the time period, it's a lot. But let's say you blow the fuck up. Mm -hmm. That 5% is not that much when you really think about the entire profit. 5% at $1 is 5 cents. Exactly. So. But if you're making millions. You know what I'm saying? If you're making millions, okay, so if you're making millions, but your profit was only $500,000, that's only what? 5% carried to zero, carried to zero, like $5,000? That's what I was thinking. 5%? You still got home $45,000. That's my point. I'm confused. Your overhead is still beautiful. Exactly. Like, (laughs) if you're an investor with $50,000, sometimes they'll do 5% up until they get their money back. You have to think about how you want to to manifest now that. That part I didn't know. Exactly. <laughs> and invest cuz once they're you're giving them constant checks. Yeah. They become a partner. Right. So if you said, "Hey, I'm going to give you 5% profit sales up until I can pay back your $50,000 for right. your initial investment." Right. And you get that, you no longer have that investor. Yeah. So now he's happens. a stockholder if you go public. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you have to you have to figure out and just learn these terms i need you yeah (laughs) off the market oh i'll see (laughs) but exactly exactly figure out figure out what you want to do and how you want to do a lot of people who start from nothing have really good marketing oh my god that i believe and they sometimes they don't need somebody because they hustle yeah hustle i mean but that's a hard hustle I mean, and, and that I know because technically you have never been hired as my marketing consultant. Right. So, yeah, you've helped me out a lot. To be honest with you, a lot of my work has been free. Y- you know what? And, that, and I've said and that from the what? beginning. Like, that's a whole issue. Here's another tip. Do a lot of free work, especially <laughs> in the front end. Do yeah. a lot of free work. So you with your lashes, do a lot of samples. Because guess what? I do. They're not that's, free, though. That's marketing. Yeah. They're that's not, word of mouth. They're not free. You know what they are? They're discounted. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like I don't make enough money to right. afford free. But I will give you a very, very low discount just to wear them, walk around with them, market them, tell people where you got them from. Right. Because yeah. it's, if it's one thing a chick knows about another chick, it's about them lashes. Period. Sis. Is that cool. mascara? Bitch, where did you get those from? They're so soft. Oh my god, that's something I do all the you time. You are working it. I let for the last two weeks since I've been sampling my lashes, I have let everyone touch them. Exactly. I don't care who you are. If you walk up to me on the street, and you're like, oh my god, your lashes are pretty. Touch them exactly. Because you exactly. need to know what quality this is, and then I'll let you know. Like, hey, we're selling lashes. Right. You should invest. Now, I do um, need to consider cards and like tangible marketing tools in order for the and that's where you would come in i understand so here we go this is gonna be one that i give you again for free (laughs) but off the phone Mm -hmm. because everybody's gonna have to pay for this advice (laughs) but you don't necessarily need business cards and i'll show you how after this conversation i wonder if this is something that i've already done we will 
can we'll be over this after this conversation. We'll I've given y'all a lot of free advice. You know I mean, wow, advice? you guys are gonna have to pay a cover charge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I usually bill per hour for consultations, but it's fine. Here we it's are. <laughs> exactly. But no. So okay. So we've talked about um, your business. We've mm-hmm. talked about struggles that you've had in this business. We've talked about what else have we talked about? Like we've talked about the ratchet entrepreneur. We've ratchet entrepreneurship. If you need to be an entrepreneur or not. Which which let me say, ratchet entrepreneurship is not ratchet. I say that because I've been told that about my entrepreneurship. Uh, right. podcasting is different, yes, but when I started selling lashes, I got a lot of oh, everybody sells lashes. Exactly. Um, but it's all about how you sell, so I'm really exactly. applauding how you responded to that. Because that's how I feel about it. It's yeah. not just about just putting something out there. Yeah. Um, and then also we've talked about... Oh, the last thing I wanted to talk about. Giving homage to black motherfucking mamba. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, of course, no one expected this to happen. Um, sad passing of Kobe Bryant, which is devastating to a lot of people. Um, me in a way that's not what you would expect. It's not about basketball. I'm not a fan of basketball, but his mentality. And mm-hmm. this is something that everyone has hashtag Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a drive that I feel that not only that I possess, but the majority of the people I keep in my circle possess. Right. And I wanted to hit on that for a second. Since we're talking about entrepreneurship, we're looking at someone that built themselves from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, sheer talent and drive. Right. And paying homage to that what do you think uh mamba mentality and i'm sure you know what mamba mentality mm-hmm. means how, what do you think that has affected you like how do you think that has affected you and your entrepreneurship do you feel right. like you possess that so you know i play basketball period so you know i, I <laughs> loved sports i love basketball and i loved kobe i was around when it was a big controversy that he changed to number 24 on his jersey yeah like i was a fan. Yeah. I was a fan of the Lakers when I was a hater of the Lakers. Do you get me? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because of that 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 fabulous team like, that they had. Because of that starting line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I'm definitely a uh eleven, twelve, seven, eight Celtics fan. <laughs> and I had to put the years out because some of the seasons is garbage. Some of them was not hit. Some of the seasons is trash <laughs> McGee. <laughs> okay, okay, but, okay. Mama mentality, if you remember the Kanye West commercial, yes. where he's like, I've sold how many records? How many more records do I have to sell? More. <laughs> more records. And that's how that's how I Can't Lose came about. Yeah. Like, I cannot lose. Really? When that's I, where that came exactly. from. Exactly. Wow. That is where that came from. That came from the mentality of being strong. Yeah. How, how much more can I push myself? Push more. myself more. More push him because, like I told you, Doritos like commercials really got me. Yeah, people were like, Oh, I'm flipping through commercials, oh, especially the Super Bowl commercial. Yes. That was definitely a Super exactly. Bowl commercial, was it not? No, it was wasn't, it? was it, or was it a playoff commercial for the playoffs? Maybe because Mama Strong, when he did that, he was doing a um, he was doing his deal with Nike. You are right. So he you that could have right. been a Nike commercial, it and he could have played it, it could have played during the playoffs. I can't remember, but. And you know I'm a big Kanye West fan. So. I mean, that's why I brought it up. So. <laughs> I reposted that commercial and everything. Like, <laughs> even if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Kanye, I probably would not know a whole exactly. lot about. But Kobe. outside of Kobe's mentality on the field, he had his own businesses as well. Mm-hmm. 
he had his own, you know, his own team, his own gym, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, like you said, it is tragic. But with that mentality, I have, I have definitely, I've definitely pushed myself. It's when you feel like at your worst, you can't go anymore. Right. You keep going. Right. Period. And that's what Mamba mentality means to me. Yeah. Even though it hurts a lot sometimes. Yeah. Like, I've been in my, like, make no mistake, I've been in my car crying. Uh, we all After have. work. Like, oh my we God. Like, I, I, can I go any strong? Like, crying. Like, realistically, we'll put it on the plate now that we're talking about it. I'm on a break right now from work. I'm on a mental health leave right mm-hmm. now in this moment mm-hmm. from work because I've hit that wall. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that Kobe didn't hit that wall. You can't. Exactly. But something that a friend of mine actually said to me. I literally called her crying mm-hmm. and I was just like in this office I was crying and I was just like I can't go back I can't yeah. go back I just I can't exactly and she's like but really hear yourself you're telling me you can't go back while you continue to build your office while you right. continue to work on your brand right and really thinking about it in a circle format right the passing of Kobe Bryant really made me look at myself and realize that I did have that mama mentality yeah. that I had no idea I had. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. I think that it means um, facing your fear. Yeah. I think that it means pushing past your your shortcomings. Mm-hmm. I think that the whole idea of it, like the 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 game where he was tr- they were trying to fake him out and he didn't flinch. Yeah, and he... I keep watching that over and over and over again. He was such an inspiration. Like, he touched people, like you said, who didn't watch sports. Mm Mm-hmm. He touched people... Not that I didn't watch sports, but I did not watch basketball at all. And you know who else is like that? LeBron. Hmm. He's one of those people whose philanthropy... That's true, actually. Outweigh... Because how many basketball players are in the NBA right now? God knows, I don't know. <laughs> exactly, but you know these names, not but because of their fame, right. because you do know some people, like mm-hmm. the football player who farted in his um, <clears throat> doctor's face. You know him, but you know him as a fool. Isn't Anthony Brown? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know his name. Why you had to bring that up? <laughs> because you know him. He's an athlete. You know him, but you don't know him for the good things. Right. You know him for the bad things. Right. So to know somebody for the good things through it all. Right. Because even, like, talking about it, people, like, try to bring up his allegations from and you know 1845. And I'm just like... You know how disgusted I am to be watching a newscast and they're talking about how this American hero right. passed away. And the first thing they say after that is, right. disregard all the allegations. Yeah. And that shit pisses me off on a whole other and level. And it happened so long ago. So long and ago. And it was such a such short... such a baity thing because if you followed... When when it happened, she didn't show up. Not not shaming the victim because there Ever. are victims out there True. who do that. True. But all of it smelt very bad, which yeah. is why they left the criminal system and went to the civil system so that she could settle out of court. Right. But to say all of that and to defame him and to disrespect him. And to even bring it up in general at his passing, I felt was disrespectful on a whole nother level. If if that's what's holding you back from respecting and honoring somebody, you have to check your heart. And that's in business anyway. Check your heart. But the fact that you even thought about that at a time like this, you need to check your heart. Regardless of what he's done 
someone just lost their life. Exactly. And not only did he lose, lose his life, but his child. Yeah. And at that point, you really need to just yeah wipe the slate clean and right. just, you know what I'm saying, pray for the family and mm. and embrace the life that was lived and not yeah. not dwell on the sadness or the destructive right. portion of that. Like I just feel like to watch the news and to hear something like that made my skin crawl. And to take it a step further, you know, my grandpa passed away a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that, the passing of him, and he had his demons, he had his weaknesses, we he had his his very shortcomings, let's not make no mistake. Yeah. But all I felt was grief in that Period. moment. And I feel it now, honestly, because through it all, he was a good person. Mm-hmm. I could think of a thousand great things, mm-hmm. but you won't hold the few bad things about him back he wasn't he wasn't a part of no sexual allegations or anything like that he was like he could have been a better person but <laughs> i mean but let's be real like, like he could have called us on christmas also not famous. <laughs> right he's not famous so right. we don't know like right. I, I just feel like the idea of it all when it comes to an, a, a celebrity means it's always going to sexual allegations, something really big. Mm. And it's just like when that person passes away, you don't just sit on that. Like if it was a Jared Vogel, like, you know, the child pornography case. Like if it was like, oh, he died in jail. But, but, but like, he, like he liked little kids. It's like, ah, okay. Let's be, okay, let's even talk about like, let's say R. <laughs> Kelly. Let's say R. Kelly passed away today. People still bump him. Yeah, but and and that's what I'm saying. Like you would still listen to R. Kelly. People would still bump him. You would. We would probably hear more R. Kelly yeah. after his passing than we ever have. Yeah. And I feel like the news still would right. be like, oh, R. Kelly and his sexual allegations. He's but the post ominous records, the post ominous views, the post ominous money, the profit that would come in. If you go to mambaon3.org, you cannot see how much money people have donated, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because people loved Kobe, regardless of that allegation, regardless of that, people have donated money to that cause. Right. Even the other people, because let's not forget the other victims that have died. If you look at their GoFundMe pages, they didn't need that money. No. They were in a helicopter with Kobe Bryant. Let's make no mistake. Yeah. You know? But people... They clearly were okay. Yeah. (laughs) They're better than me. (laughs) I wasn't in a helicopter with Kobe Bryant. Even my my CEO, she sent out a long email talking about how she was neighbors with him. Make no mistake. That's right. And then that's how I knew that there was another GoFundMe for the other victims. I was like, oh! Let's just talk about why I'm not So you're rich. <laughs> why I'm not neighbors with Kobe Bryant. Right! <laughs> right! And I knew, like, just from that, just that area, the Calabasas area, they don't necessarily... You're not... You're not... What I'm trying to say is you're not funding them because they're poor. Yeah. You're funding them because, you like I said, the leadership. Mm-hmm. You care. You care. You period. follow that why. You believe in that why. So, um, the mama mentality affected me greatly. Yeah. Rest in peace to the great Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And um, I really am sorry I have to say that. Cause yeah. Damn. 41. We're almost 41. Aren't you like 35? No. Mm. <laughs> I feel it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, I feel like I'm at least 31. Not even close, but I feel very close to 31 in yeah. age based off of the amount of stress <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I've been through. Yeah. 
But I got mama mentality, okay? Yeah. Black mama all day. Mama mentality. And uh, I'm that's pushing strong. Through. That's my vision. Mama mentality. You know what? And that's a lot of people's vision. A lot of people's in like 2020. Um, and you know, even my mother, 2020, 2020 vision uh, finance classes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody's on that. I think this is the year of growth and progression. Mm-hmm. And being that this is the beginning of the year, first podcast of the year, this is... A pivotal moment for a lot of people. And even me, because I went to... My birthday was on the 28th, mm-hmm. and everything expired. My license expired, my registration expired, et cetera, et cetera. You know the basics. Right. But usually your license doesn't expire on your birthday. Usually it doesn't. In 2020, my Ooh. license expired. My license expires, like, the day before my birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah, maybe I'm just one of those. Every year? Every year. License expires the day before my birthday. You need a new license, girlfriend. The license are eight years. I know. We're not going to talk about it. Okay, Continue. so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my, How my, my license is far off of me. It's March, okay? It's not far. Anyway, <laughs> so I just took that as a year of, okay, so everything's dying. 2019 and previously... All the mistakes I made, all the friends I lost, all the all the mistakes I made. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Goddamn, all of them. <laughs> every single one from yesterday on. <laughs> period. 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 All the mistakes I made. Okay. They're erased. Yeah. You, I can't, cause I'm a, such a, I, I get anxiety just thinking about something a mistake I made. Same. Just if I and and not just a mistake that I've made in the past, but a, a mistake that I could possibly make again right. in the future. Right. I get so much anxiety from right. that. Right. God, like straight panic attacks, and yeah. I need to do better because <laughs> mistakes are just they're learning curves. Right. They're things that you learn from to grow. They're not exactly mistakes. I don't like that word anymore. So every everything that has expired in my life, from <laughs> the least that we have. <laughs> to my licenses. <laughs> Y'all should see I face. love our leads. Okay, so here's what's Another crazy. I hate that apartment. It's terrible. Way it's awful. Way. We definitely could have done better. But I loved living with you. You're probably the the my most favorite roommate of all time. I feel like I've grown with you. I've seen things with you I've done things with you and I'm not just talking about in the time that we live together but in life mm-hmm. and living with someone that I can genuinely consider my best friend yeah. from like toddler days right. till now right. was the best experience I've ever had right so I'm not opposed I'm not sad about losing the apartment right. I'm sad about losing the experience I wish it lasted longer yeah um but I do understand that we are in different places financially similar but different places Mm -hmm. financially and so as adults we have to do what we have to do to move on i do have a slight fear of our friendship and where it will go after because you don't keep in contact with anybody i don't keep in contact with anybody but i try but Mm -hmm. i'm just terrible at that shit and Mm -hmm. and i'm genuinely being honest like i try my hardest Mm -hmm. And then I realized that my hardest is subpar. And then I'm like, oh my God, bitch, do better. Because <laughs> yeah. you're not keeping in touch with nobody. I blink and it's been three weeks. And I'm like, oh my Make God. Make no mistake. Like, I am the worst. 
at keeping in contact with people. I know, but that's why I feel like we're both like that. And that's why we I understood each other. Worst. And that's why we worked just well together. Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. Yeah, just stay on Facebook. We'll always be uh, tic-tac away. <laughs> you I know. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll but, figure it out. But, okay, so we are officially, officially out of time. This has been an hour. Um, so, wow. I'll edit it down to at least 45, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point. We're officially out of time here at the Bougie Black Girls. We appreciate you guys for listening. Julia, Jules, Renee, what is your hashtag so people can find you? Follow me. I don't have a hashtag. And... My business is not all the way up, and I kind of suck. But you can follow me at Julia underscore underscore Francis because bitches love underscores on Instagram. And you can follow me at Julia Does Marketing on Facebook. Holler at your girl. She's really funny, and she has an okay face. She's kind of overweight, so she's trying to work on that. You have a beautiful face, and you're not like She's okay. She's okay. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) She's okay. First of all, she's a bad bitch, okay, period. And okay. she's not overweight. I am. She's the perfect size. This is what best friends say. Oh, my God. Hush. You ever seen that meme with Lois when she when she gained weight? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, ah! <laughs> what is like? She's so annoying. What is like? What is like? <laughs> she's so annoying. Period. When, when your friends say you you look good and you got thick, but really you look like this and you're overweight, that's me. Shut I'm, up. I'm Lois. You Regardless, I, I would love pizza. <laughs> okay regardless that is the end of bougie black girls if you want more content from bougie black girls follow the underscore bougie black girls on instagram and bougie black girls on facebook for more information on our next episodes keep in mind that we do post every sunday at 11 a.m for uh sunday brunch and that's where you will find all this content can't wait to see you till next time love you from Nikki. Bye.